Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Wednesday, June 6th. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky Oliveira, And I'm Japheth Oliveira. And are you going to pray for yeah, us? Yeah, sure. Good. Heavenly Father, middle of the week, beautiful week. I ask God for your blessing today. I ask God also for, as we think on this text, that uh, we understand that we are not called to be people who judge each other, but we are called to be people who reflect your character more. May we have the courage to be able to hear that word in our own lives, in our communities as well. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we're reading Romans 2, 12 through 29, and we're back to the English Standard Version. Mm. So let the confusion begin. Okay. <laughs> For all who have sinned without the law will also perish without the law, and all who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law. For it is not the hearers of the law who are righteous before God, but the doers of the law who will be justified. For when Gentiles who do not have the law by nature do what the law requires, they are a law to themselves, even though they do not have the law. They show that the work of the law is written on their hearts, while their conscience also bears witness, and their conflicting thoughts accuse or even excuse them on that day when, according to my gospel, God judges the secrets of men by Christ Jesus. But if you call yourself a Jew and rely on the law, and boast in God and know his will and approve what is excellent because you are instructed from the law, and if you are sure that you yourself are a guide to the blind, a light to those who are in darkness, an instructor of the foolish, a teacher of children, having in the law the embodiment of knowledge and truth, you then who teach others, do you not teach yourself? While you preach against stealing, do you steal? You who say that one must not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who abhor idols, do you rob temples? You who boast in the law dishonor God by breaking the law. For as it is written, the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. For circumcision indeed is of value if you obey the law, but if you break the law, your circumcision becomes uncircumcision. So if a man who is uncircumcised keeps the precepts of the law, will not his uncircumcision be regarded as circumcision? Then he who is physically uncircumcised but keeps the law will condemn you who have the written code and circumcision but break the law. For no one is a Jew who is merely one outwardly, nor is circumcision outward and physical. But a Jew is one inwardly, and circumcision is a matter of the heart, by the spirit, not by the letter. His praise is not from man, but from God. Okay. All right. Our recalibrate question for today, Wednesday, is this. What does being a disciple of Jesus look like in practical terms today? What does being a disciple of Jesus look like in practical terms today? Well, according to this, it has a lot to do with Circum- obeying the law. I you can say circumcision. No, but yeah. yes. <laughs> I, I could have said that. That would have been funnier. I was trying to play it straight. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. No, according to this, it doesn't have a lot to do with circumcision because you can be yes. either way and it's all good. Yeah, Paul's yeah. made that very clear. He's said it. Multiple times. Six different times. He's going to bring it up in other places as well. I'm sure because he seems, it reminds me of... Um, it's well, we not used to his have, issue. We used to have a church member back in um, the days when we lived in England okay. who would often come and bring me actual articles 
uh, he was very I much remember. against the idea of circumcision. I do remember. And um, the funny thing is that in, in England, it's not even routinely done. Yeah. Like, you have to go and get a rabbi. It's not like it's something that's happening. But yeah. he was really upset about it, and he wanted to always, like, convince me. And I'm kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm good. I don't, yeah, I don't had, need to be. A, he had some major issues. It's just, yeah, it was yeah. like, I, I don't really then, care that I think much. he actually wanted to go on holiday, though. Well, I don't know about that, but anyway. Okay, right. Well, anyway, okay. Let's uh, focus on this. So um, what does being a disciple of Jesus look like in practical terms today? Okay, so it has to do, according to this, with obeying the law, which in part would be not stealing, committing adultery, or robbing temples. Yeah, okay, yeah, I I guess those ones would be obvious ones that he was talking about then. But he's really saying uh, more than anything else here, saying... You, you profess these ones here, but you secretly you still are not do doing these. So but I do have a question about what he means by the, the law. Cons- he's talking about consistency here. You know how the law, yeah, according to the, the Jewish law, is much larger mm-hmm. than the Ten Commandments. So is he here referring to the Ten Commandments, or is he referring to, I think there are 600 and some uh, Talmudic laws. Is that what they're Yeah, he's not, refer- he's not referring to 613. How do you know? I mean, how do you know what he's referring to? Because I talked to Paul about this. Okay. No, I didn't. No, because the text actually implies... uh, So the the law is just the Ten Commandments. Paul is referring to the Decalogue. He's referring to... He's referring to the the deep understanding of who they are. And they understand... Well, because I do have to say... Yeah, go on. ...that I've always thought that the Ten Commandments are not that difficult to obey. Like, most people obey the Ten Commandments. Now, maybe not the Sabbath one, even if you counted observing a day probably most people don't take a day aside and yeah and not work but i mean most you think about it um most of us are not in the habit of worshiping idols anymore now sometimes we take this and we extrapolate and say anything that you like like if you have a fancy car and you like it then that's an idol but i'm like i don't know is that actually what they were talking about i think i think of it more literally that you really have made a god and that you look at it and you say this is what i worship and that you articulate that, that um, I sometimes think that really in order to have sinned, there has to be a kind of intentional awareness of it, that you are picking something and saying, I believe that everything that I have in my life comes from this thing, this statue that I have, and that that's the sin against God, merely having a thing that you like. I, I don't think that my car like is responsible for my well-being, you know what I mean? So if you, if you don't know it's wrong, it's okay, it's not a sin? Well, I'm, not, I'm just saying oh. I don't even think that it necessarily is wrong Okay. to have something that you like or appreciate in this world. I mean, otherwise, are we saying that people should really live like hermits up on top of a mountaintop, you know, cross legs and just sitting there yeah. doing and nothing I'm, and having nothing, caring about nothing? Because I think to live in the world means to be invested in things. Now, maybe a car is a materialistic thing, but I've heard people make it that, you know, if you love your kids mm. too much, that that you've made them an idol. If you mm. love your spouse too much, you know, like there's this too muchness that encourages us, I think. I don't think, I don't think I that's think true for you to, loving me. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's I fine. think it encourages <laughs> us in this weird way to kind of feel that we, that we don't have the right to be human in the way that we are. Hmm. So I, don't, I guess my point is that I don't necessarily think... I mean, most of us have not killed anyone and probably won't. Most of us don't steal, if by steal you mean, you know, literally take something. Now, if you want to get into how we systematically uphold um, institutions of oppression that keep poor people down in a place of poverty, if you want to talk yeah. about the way that we're complicit in all kinds of 
societal things that are cruel, then yeah, I think that we're guilty. But individually, we're not individually probably doing these things. And that's what's hard, I think, to understand. And then the question of what a Christian is or what is being a disciple of Jesus. Today in practical terms. The main thing I think of about Jesus is that I mm. can't think of a single case where he sided on the side of whoever was the most powerful in a given situation. Hmm. It seemed like he always sided with whomever was the underdog in a situation. Hmm. So I think that's worth thinking about, that whose side are we on when there is a conflict? Are we on the side of the poor or are we on the side of the bank? You know, hmm. are we... I actually, I mean, I, I looked at it as more... I looked at this more, and I'm going to have to check this because I, even though I said the Ten Commandments, I'm going to have to check the text and, okay. uh, and make sure that it's not the entire Torah as a whole, like all of the uh, the first five books of the Bible there, or whether it's actually uh, just the Ten Commandments. But let's just say it's the Ten Commandments there. I think the yeah, because the things best, he does mention mm-hmm. are all things that are from the yeah, Ten Commandments. I think that the best description that I've ever had about the Ten Commandments is that they were written uh, as a reminder of what it is to be human and what God wanted us to be from the very beginning, which is, and he starts them off in a, in a very important order as well, where he says, look, just start off remembering that I don't want anything above you worshipping me. And, and he focuses on his relationship with them. He focuses on the relationship with each other. And he ends, you know, with this kind of like covetousness that we have going on where we just like we're, we're chasing each other down. I think what's happened is that we have had to, to extrapolate from that what it is to be a follower. But Jesus himself did say, look, everything that I've said to you from the very beginning, and he says this in the First Testament, is in the law and testament is built on love God, love humanity, right? Mm. And this is what he says the, the whole law is all built, is built upon. So I think in practical terms, when he talks about what it means to be a disciple of Jesus, it, it really is to love those around us. The difficulty is that it's such a glib word. Mm-hmm. It's course. used so easily. And we've talked about this before, and it's just it's very hard to kind of sometimes honestly to kind of live that out properly and to take it to its full effect rather than just saying, yeah, I really do love everybody around me, but do I, you know, can I really, am I really open to that? Or was it, what is it that's going to take to the point where I can live that out properly? And I think the discipleship today, we don't talk about that enough. We need to wrestle through that a, mo- a little bit more. But unfortunately, our time is up, and I'll let you guys wrestle through that some more today and we will connect tomorrow. So think about this question some more. What does being a disciple of Jesus look like in practical terms today? And we'll connect tomorrow. Until then, live love. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.